Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, it's Jordan Younger, your host of the Balanced Blonde Soul on Fire podcast. Here we go deep on all things astrology, awakening, wellness, motherhood, channeling, aliens, and so much more. We have deep conversations. We go to other realms. It's a lot of fun. So stick around. Let's dive on in. I cannot wait to connect. Hello, and welcome back to the show. I'm so happy that you're here. Today, we are talking to one of my favorite people, Mari Llewellyn. We met recently because she started a podcast, The Pursuit of Wellness, with Dear Media, and we have the same producer. And let me tell you guys, when I met Mari, I just felt something special from her. I felt that special quality, that sparkle in her eye. And it's just something that you notice about a person that I think is the mark of a very genuine person. I just got those immediate good vibes from her. And I've been lucky to get to know her better and better ever since. And this conversation is so special. It was amazing to have her on. And we actually got to do this twice <laughs> because we had a, a little faux pas mishap with the video the first time. So we did kind of like a half and half situation where I actually got to come back and ask her some additional questions that are in the episode today, which I thought was really fun because after I had Marianne, I realized from you guys that so many of you are diehard fans of Mari. So maybe you made your way over to this podcast because you're a fan of Mari and you like to listen to everything that she does. Or maybe you are a TBP podcast fan and you're just learning about Mari today. Or maybe you're a crossover person, in which case I found out there are a lot of you guys who are crossover fans and listeners including some of my very best friends in real life. So I was excited to come back and ask Mari a couple questions that my friends sent in who are Mari fans. And I've become an avid consumer as well of Mari's content. I'm so inspired by her. She's my fitness inspiration. I tell her this in the episode. And she's also inspiration to me on a mental health level. Now, because of last week's solo episode, you guys know what I've been going through with my mental health, anxiety, all that kind of stuff. And Mari is such an open book. She talks about borderline personality disorder in this episode. And I'm just so thankful that someone like Mari is breaking the stigma of mental health because it's not so taboo to talk about it. And we all have our struggles. So Mari shares hers very candidly, super inspired by everything that she shared about that in this conversation. We talk about her 90 pound weight loss transformation, which she's very known for. And She's accomplished so much since then, but also to lose that much weight and then instill this incredible fitness routine that she has now, which she's built many businesses out of from the Slay app to Bloom Supplements and beyond. And she's also on Forbes 30 Under 30 now. Congratulations to her because it's freaking huge. It takes so much discipline to lose that amount of weight, to work out the way that she does every day. 
And she also has an incredible work-life balance. So balance is kind of a myth, as we know, even though this is the Balance One podcast, but she takes social media detoxes on the weekend, so many other things. She gives us all the tips in this episode for taking breaks and mental health breaks and all the things. She talks about working with her husband. They started Bloom together. Bloom is like a worldwide, internationally known supplement brand. I'm sure so many of you already know about it, but if you don't, then you have to check it out. And also, I just wanted to thank those of you who have been rating and reviewing the show. I finally recently sent out 10 huge wellness boxes to those of you who've been rating and reviewing when I chose the winners from our 300 episode giveaway, which was really hard to do because you're all incredible. So I I randomly chose, but I decided I want to do that all the time. So for today's episode, I'm going to choose two winners and you'll have a week to enter. Just to enter, all you have to do is rate and review this podcast on Apple and Spotify email me a screenshot to jordan at thebalancebond.com and I will choose two winners to send huge wellness boxes full of product as a giveaway, as a thank you. And I will also send you my free yoga ebook to everyone who rates and reviews. So thankful for all of you. Now let's head into this episode with Mari. I know you're going to love it. I mean, I think babies are just special. It's just yeah. magic. And I'm sure from you, he's gained so much like groundedness, you know? We Even just try. listening to you the past couple of days, I'm like, oh, you're you have amazing. a very calming voice. Thank I love you. It. I love to hear that because some people hate my voice and some <laughs> people love it, but that's just how it goes. Well, you know, you're you're a public figure. So yeah. YouTube, all of that, mm-hmm. which we would get into. Yep. But so, thank you. Yes, I tried to be really grounded during my pregnancy. And I swear it makes a huge difference. Yeah. No, I, I'm very curious about that. I'd love to have kids one pretty soon, actually. Oh, so I'm like, we got to talk about that. I know. Cool. I'm so happy that you're here. I was so thrilled to meet you about a month ago. We have the same producer here at Dear Media and she wanted us to meet. And I just felt the instant good energy from you. And I've loved following along ever since. I'm very invested in your Instagram and your YouTube and your podcast, which is thrilling. Tell us a little bit about you and and everything that you do. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I ran into Jordan, I think one of the first times I was recording here. And I was really excited to talk to you because although I've been on a pretty transformative journey myself and really changed my whole life and gotten really tapped into my emotions, I wouldn't say I've tapped into my spiritual side yet. And I don't know a ton about that topic. So when I learned that you speak about those topics and psychedelics and things of that nature, I was really excited to pick your brain. So yeah, I began my journey through fitness. I was in a really low point in my life. I was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. I was on a cocktail of medications like antidepressants, mood stabilizers, things of that nature, drinking excessively, just completely lost myself. And my body was really unhealthy. And I began by taking control of something that I felt like I could. So I began with cleaning up my diet, learning about food and nutrition, kind of treating food as a medicine rather than something I was like coping through. And then eventually found fitness and It's funny because I think a lot of people know me as like the before and after weight loss girl. But when I look at that time, it was really so much more about personal development on the inside. I was becoming a stronger individual by keeping my own promises each day and showing up for myself. It was really the first time in my life I'd ever had a a goal and like truly kept chipping away at it every day. So I learned a lot about myself during that time began sharing on social media in November of 2017, which was nine months into the journey. So I was pretty private until that point because it was so personal in in itself. Like I didn't really want to talk about it with anyone. It was just for me. And then 
basically started growing this community of women who could relate and I could talk to every day and share stories with and see their successes too. And from there, I kind of organically launched my first business, which was Mari Fitness. And that was workout PDFs for like $5 or something. And now that has turned into an app and our supplement company, Bloom. And I've just kept going. And now I have a podcast and yeah. And Forbes 30 Under 30. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much. That is such a huge accomplishment and something to be so proud of. Thank you. And I've had it written down for like since I began. So you manifested it. I, I guess without so. even Without even knowing consciously, which honestly is how the best manifestations happen. Yeah. Because you write it down, surrender. Yeah. The universe does its work. You did the hard work and then it happened. Yeah. And I need to get better at like, I have all these goals and ideas. And back then I, I wrote things down, but now I think I get so busy that I forget. But I think it is so oh, powerful. Totally. We all go through those phases. I'm such a big journaler and such a big advocate of writing things down, gratitude list, journaling, but I go through phases where I don't do it. And I do notice a difference. It's part of a healthy practice, but I love hearing your story. So when was that? When did your fitness journey begin? How old were you? So I must've been, oh, it was end of 2016, early 2017. I think I was like 22. I want to say. Mm -hmm. I'm not great at math. Mm -hmm. I'm 28 no, it sounds, now. It sounds about right. <laughs> so I do want to hear also like the bite-sized journey of your weight loss journey. People want to know you lost 90 pounds. Yeah. So bite-sized version. During college, I was a party animal. I was like having tons of fun. In my head, it was like the best time of my life, but I was also covering up so much pain. It really was just a mask for underlying issues. So in college, I was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder and put on a ton of medications, antidepressants, mood stabilizers, anti-anxiety. And I was also heavily drinking still, blacking out on a regular basis and dealing with self-harm, which is a super common symptom of borderline personality disorder. So I was really at rock bottom in my life. I had no plan, failing every class, was set to not graduate. I ended up dropping out and kind of had this realization that I had put myself in this position and I was the only person responsible for the way my life was going. And I, I'm not a doctor. I don't recommend people do this, but I cold turkey came off all the medicine, which if you've taken that kind of medicine, it's a difficult detox. So that was a rough time in my life. And I really needed to find some control somewhere. So I had dropped out of college at this point. I was about to graduate. So it was a very kind of sudden life shift because I was on this path. But when I look back, I didn't even really know where I was going anyway. So to pull out of school and move home was just necessary because I was becoming a harm to myself. I was quite literally self-harming at the time. And um, things were just, I was so checked out of reality and so disassociated constantly that I just didn't even know what was going on. So moving home and kind of checking back in was the reality check I needed to be like, something needs to change mm -hmm. here. Yeah, to give you a different perspective of what kind of place you were in. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have a job. I wasn't at school. I said, okay, let me focus on the one thing I can control, which is my physical health. And I began teaching myself about nutrition and exercise. My boyfriend then, now husband Greg, is a bodybuilder and he kind of took me under his wing and showed me how to weight lift. And, you know, I started really small. The gym was super intimidating at first. So before the weightlifting, I was doing daily walks, getting more movement in, subbing my muffin and coffee every day for scrambled eggs and oatmeal. I was trying out new foods and seeing what worked for me. And eventually I just became super obsessed with the way I was feeling every day. My mood was in a better place. My anxiety was in a better place. I was having confidence. I was building a stack of evidence that I was able to do hard things. So I went ahead and did that for nine months. I dedicated myself to this health journey. And for me, when I look at my weight loss journey, it was so much more about becoming the person I wanted to be on the inside. I think a lot of people, you know, know me for that transformation photo everyone's seen. But 
for me, it was about becoming who I'm supposed to be and tapping into that full potential. So that nine months was incredibly transformative for me and taught me pretty much everything I know about discipline, work ethic. And I found out who I was through that journey. Mm-hmm. And now I'm here. And now you're here. <laughs> now you host a top podcast. You're Forbes 30 under 30. You have this amazing brand that is also set up in the lobby of Dear Media right now. So Thank I'm going to get to try a juice after this. But I'm so proud of you. And that's so amazing. Thank you so much. And it's true. Everything goes back to discipline. And that's something I'm working on right now. I see it in you. And I've become such an avid fan of your content. And I see you in the gym in the morning and I'm like, she can do it. I can do it. Like, you're strong and you've worked so hard for all these years, but you're truly inspiring people. And I really want you to know that. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yes. Okay, I am so excited to talk about Just Thrive because we just had the founder on the podcast, Tina Anderson. We had the best conversation ever. You've got to listen to it, but I'm such a fan of Thrive Probiotic. They have a few different products that have actually changed my life, and I do not say that lightly. So they have Just Thrive Probiotic, and they also have their Just Calm. So let me start by telling you about Just Calm because I think it's amazing. It's for next level stress busting, mood support, and beyond. This product has been scientifically proven to quickly promote a healthy response to everyday stress, encourage a steady, serene, and balanced mood, and to drive mental clarity, focus, and alertness. And it can even help support energy and sleep. And I can tell you, I've had that experience. I take it every single morning. And I also take their probiotic every morning as well, which is just amazing for your digestive health, your immune, and your total body health. So if you're ready to up your wellness game and beat bloat, digestive issues, stress, and more, you can get 20% off a 90-day bottle of Just Thrive Probiotic and Just Calm at justthrivehealth.com with promo code BALANCED. That's like getting an entire month for free. While you're there, check out all their other research-based products for optimal gut and immune health. There's something for everyone. They even have a probiotic for your pets. Use promo code BALANCED for 20% off a 90-day bottle of Just Thrive Probiotic and Just Calm at justthrivehealth.com. Okay, so we're talking about fitness in this episode, so we may as well also talk about hydration. Hydration is more than just drinking water. That's what Lauren Picasso, a lifelong endurance athlete, discovered as she struggled to stay hydrated no matter how much water that she drank. Lauren founded Cure, a science-backed electrolyte drink mix to make hydration easy for everyone. So something that I learned when I started running marathons and being a lot more active is that most Americans are chronically dehydrated. But science shows that staying hydrated often requires more than water alone, meaning we need an electrolyte in our lives. So without essential electrolytes like sodium and potassium, it's impossible to replenish ourselves from everyday activities like exercise, travel, drinking alcohol, etc., even recovering from illness. So you don't have to be running marathons to have the need to stay hydrated. So I love Cure because they use clean ingredients like coconut water and pink Himalayan salt that are non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, and have no added sugar. Get 20% off your first order at curehydration.com with the code BALANCED. Again, that is code BALANCED, B-A-L-A-N-C-E-D, for 20% off your first order at curehydration.com. Try it and let me know what you think. This is Amanda Hirsch from the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. You might know me from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening, and pop culture every Tuesday, okay? I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room.
So with your mental health, was that something that you were struggling with even younger, like as a teenager, or did it kind of come on when you were around that age? It's interesting because I was, so I was listening to one of your episodes and you were explaining how from a child you recognized that you were just super sensitive and HSP, Mm -hmm. highly sensitive person. And I could really resonate with that because I felt that way as a kid. I felt like everything just hit me differently. Like, this is a silly example, but you know, when you're a kid, you might like step in something by accident and you have to like change your shoe or you might get messy things like that, I would be so embarrassed and ashamed and feel like I did something wrong. Like I just, I think I had such a strange way of thinking back then. I felt like a lot of the other kids were really confident and outgoing and running up to other kids on the playground. And I felt really shy and kind of like a dulled down version of me. Like I felt like for some reason I couldn't truly be myself and I was afraid of everything and afraid of doing the wrong thing constantly. Um, So I could really relate to that. So I think that was like the beginning of my mental health journey. And it kind of, with living in a house that was a bit tumultuous and emotionally tense and people didn't really know how to speak about emotions in my house, I think I never really learned a healthy way of handling it. And then ultimately when my parents divorced and I went to college, I just had all this pain that I didn't know One, I didn't think I even, I don't think I even knew what the pain was or that I had it. Mm -hmm. All I knew was drinking and numbing it out felt good. Mm -hmm. So I just kept doing that until things really got dark for me later on. Totally makes so much sense. You have HSP energy for sure. And it's crazy because so many of us who are sensitive in that way, we can look back on childhood and think, all of the signs were there. Mm -hmm. And by the way, I think it's such a superpower to be sensitive. There's no amount of weakness there. It's really beautiful to feel all those things. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was the same way. Just very (laughs) different. Second guessing everything. And it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of self-pressure that at some point in your life culminates. Mm -hmm. And I think yours happened pretty early. So did mine. And I think that's a blessing because then look at what you've been able to do and all the all of the people that you've been able to help and will continue to because this is just the beginning. Yeah. So when you got diagnosed, what was that experience like? It was interesting because a lot of people were like, oh no, because when you look up BPD, borderline personality disorder, <laughs> there are a lot of stigmas around it. And people are kind of afraid, one, to say they have it, two, to even treat it. Like a lot of therapists say that they won't treat BPD because it's so volatile. I was relieved because I felt finally I had an answer as to why I felt this way. And who knows, like maybe, maybe it didn't really help me. But at the time I kind of felt, okay, now I know what it is. I can begin to help myself. So that's when I enrolled in group therapy. I was doing DBT, dialectical behavioral therapy, And ever since then, I've really become obsessed with making my life helpful to my BPD, if that makes sense. Like I've kind of built myself a life where I can do therapy twice a week and where I can learn more about psychedelics and things that can help me heal from trauma. I've also learned recently that BPD is a trauma-related disorder, which I found very interesting because when I was diagnosed, that wasn't the case. And now they found science that 99% of people diagnosed with BPD do have trauma. So it's kind of like a PTSD. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's a reason for it, you know? And I think for years I blamed myself and I thought because I'm an HSP, I like formed this disorder that I have. But I feel like as I've gotten older, I've gotten one, it's gotten to the point now where I manage it to where I don't even feel like I have it every day. It really doesn't pop up that frequently unless I'm really confronted with something that's challenging. I haven't self-harmed in over a year, which is, that's a common symptom of having BPD. A lot of people with BPD self-harm, which is really sad. Yeah, I've just gotten really passionate about showing people that there is a light at the end of the tunnel with a disorder like that, because Mm -hmm. it can be quite daunting. Definitely. Yeah, I love that they've found science to show that it's a Mm trauma-related disorder. 
because I really believe that about mental health in general. I know, I mean, everybody has a different story and a different journey, but because of all the psychedelics that I've done and the things that I've been into and even the spiritual beliefs that I have, I don't believe that anything is a coincidence. And I mean, nothing is our fault. Like, yes, we can bring things on unknowingly, but it's because of the life journey that we've had. Mm. So, I mean, I totally hear you and how inspiring that is to everybody listening because it's not your fault if you're struggling and we're all struggling in some way or another. And it sounds like this past year for you specifically has been really good and really on the up and up. So what does that look like? Like, what is your routine? What are some of the things that you do on a daily basis? Yeah, this past year has been great for me. I think the fitness journey was a very positive experience, but at the same time, it was another crutch, if that makes sense. Like I kind of went from alcohol to fitness. So I became obsessed with the control that fitness brought me. So I could never skip a workout. My meals had to be exactly the way I wanted them. And I hit a point where I realized through a lot of therapy and talking about it that I had no flexibility in my routine at all, which was a problem because when I wanted to travel or change things up, I would have so much inner turmoil about changing this routine I'd become obsessed with. So this year I've really been tapping into wellness outside of just fitness and nutrition. It's really been about like inner child work, healing from trauma, forgiving people also has been huge for me. I think, like you said, nothing is our fault but I would even apply that to like the people who raised us, for example. Like, let's say I had inner anger about something with my parents, realizing that they are also dealing with things from passed down to them that weren't their fault either. Mm -hmm. That's been really eye-opening for me and kind of coming from a better place, I think, with everything, like having less anger and more self-love has been a big theme for me this year. And starting the podcast was huge because for years now, social media has been the platform I've used to promote my businesses and connect with my community. And I think there's so many great things about social media, but it also can like just suck the life out of me. Mm -hmm. It feels like sometimes because it can be so noisy. And I felt like I was putting so much energy into something that wasn't making me feel good. So the podcast has allowed me to have genuine connections and conversations like this that left me feeling fulfilled. Whereas like posing with a tray of cookies is fun. And I, I, you know, I love a good cookie, but having a good conversation just feels so much more real, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. It makes so much sense. Yeah. It's all phases of the journey. And I just relate to everything you're saying because I definitely did the whole, you know, and nothing wrong with posing with a tray of cookies, but like, yeah, I did that kind of stuff for so many years and it's great. It's not fulfilling to the degree of, of something like this, which feels so good. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited for you. How did you come up with the concept for your podcast? Like the name of it. I love to hear name stories. Yeah. How did you come up with that? Okay. So the pursuit of wellness really was about this past year and like discovering that wellness doesn't just mean having a fitness routine and eating healthy. It means allowing time for fun, being creative, tackling trauma. Like it it can be so overarching. I think being a well human isn't just about being fit and eating well. It's like so much more than that. And I also think it looks different for everyone. So sitting down with different people like such as yourself and seeing different perspectives and routines was the goal. So the pursuit of wellness looks different for everyone. And that's how Mm -hmm. we came to the name. Such a good name. Thank you. So exciting. And you're also married, right? So is your husband going to be a guest on the podcast? Yeah. He has been (laughs) twice. He is a character. He's Italian. He's from New York. He's loud, loves to talk. So it's a lot of like, you know, we were talking about before overlapping conversation, which has been fun. But yeah, he has been on a couple of times and he enjoyed it for sure. It's fun. I think it's inspiring for people to hear healthy relationships 
I love yeah. to have my husband on the podcast and it's hilarious because it is like overlapping conversation. And I'm always telling him like, you just interrupted me the whole time. But people <laughs> seem to love those episodes the most. Yeah. And I'm excited for your audience to get to hear that part of your life because yeah. podcasts are really intimate in that way really intimate in that way and just different. Yeah. So I can't wait to tune in. And he's your co-founder of the brand. Yes. So tell us like, A, what's that like, you know, running a business with your significant other? And B, I want to hear more about kind of how the brand came to be. Yeah. So Bloom was born in January of 2019, but we spent all of 2018 sampling, coming up with ideas. Basically the way it happened was I was on my fitness journey and just really found that I couldn't find supplements for my routine that I loved and weren't triggering my anxiety. I'm run as a pretty anxious person. So taking things that had a lot of caffeine or fillers always made me feel awful. I would come home with like various supplements and Greg would be like, oh no, you can't take that. Like this uh-huh. is not make you feel good. Remember back in the day, it was like C4 and like Quest and it was always yes. like very male oriented supplements. And I was like, well, where is something that makes me feel like I'm welcome in this industry too? So Bloom was kind of designed for female beginners to fitness. And that's how we started. We had all natural pre-workouts, which sold out very quickly because I think I involved the community so much. Like they helped me with the labels. They helped me with the flavors. Greg and I did almost everything ourselves. So it was like really our baby. And yeah, from there, we just kept growing. We launched Greens in, when was that? Right before the pandemic. And it was kind of the perfect time. And we had obviously no idea what was going to happen. But I wanted an all-in-one supplement with fruits, veggies that tasted amazing, great for the gut, full of superfoods, antioxidants. And the greens have just kind of exploded, especially over the past year. We've almost sold 2 million bottles now. And that's from like me and Greg doing it in our little apartment by ourselves. That's huge. So it's been insane. Oh my God. That's so cool. Yeah. But to speak to your, the second part of your question with Greg, we built everything ourselves, but I think we were alongside each other very closely for the first couple of years. And that's hard for sure, but we complement each other in a way that has worked so well. And I don't think we ever expected. He is so entrepreneurial and business oriented, loves the numbers, loves the marketing. I'm super creative and I love content, branding, photo shoots, anything with like color and visuals. I love and speaking to the audience. I love, you know, copywriting and speaking in general. And he hates that kind of thing. So it worked out well. And we've gotten to the point now with our company where we can kind of divide and conquer. So now he's in the office every day managing the team. He's the full-on CEO and I'm able to help with photo shoots and branding where I can, but still do what I need to do. So we're not like attached at the hip anymore, but we do have, you know, different styles, I would Mm -hmm. say. And what are both of your signs? (gasps) Okay. I'm a Gemini. Ooh, I don't know if you can tell. I love Gemini's <laughs> really? air sign. I could recognize an air sign anywhere because I'm a Libra. Okay. I so love. Yeah. So yeah, I, you need to teach me about this because I genuinely, also, I don't know when I was born and it kills me. Oh no. Because you want to know what? The British birth certificate doesn't tell you. No. I know. They don't care. You could contact your hospital. I don't I know might. how it is. I don't know how it is in different countries, but here, yeah. I like make my friends and family contact their hospital if and you know, you should just try. You know what? Because, I'm writing that down. Yeah, We're yeah, calling yeah. the Chertsey Hospital in London. Yeah, we need to know your rising, your moon, your human design. We it's need just, to. We need to. I think mm-hmm. it's, people have told me what they think my human design is. My mom thinks I was born at 7 p.m. British time. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that we could test out that rough time and right. see what comes up. right. So what do you think? Do you know about human design? Like, a little you bit. You're going to have to teach me more. Okay. I don't know a ton. I am happy to teach you. I wonder, well, we'll look up, we'll look up your like potential time and see what you are. And then we can talk about it on your podcast. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Go to my podcast if you want to hear guys. Yeah. And then Greg's sign. Aries. Oh, okay. And Aries and a Gemini. That is, it's a lot of leadership energy. Okay. Yeah. Can you tell me about this? Because we do kind of like, we're both the main characters, however. Yeah. It's a lot of main character energy. I mean, you have a good balance and that Aries are fire. Mm. So their passion 
they're driven, they're great at leading a team. And you said that's kind of what he does in his Mm -hmm. daily routine. Gemini, also very leadership energy, but Gemini's air. So there's a little bit more creativity in like an ethereal kind of way. Aries are also very creative. I know all my Aries listening will be like, what? Because they're also (laughs) very creative. It's just in different ways. Gemini, yes, works well with people, but can also fly solo in a better way. And Geminis are the talkers. Interesting. So of all of the signs in the Zodiac, Geminis love to talk, love to share, maybe even overshare and have a lot to say. So amazing for podcasts, for YouTube, for social media personality. And then Gemini is also dual personality. So you probably have the part of yourself that loves to be forward facing for the company, sharing, stepping out into the world, but you need that other side of you, which is like alone time, self-care, working on your fitness. Aries are a little bit more go, go, go all the time, but they can also run themselves into the ground. So you can also be his good compliment and remind him you feel like you never have to take a break, but it's important for everyone to take a break because then Aries can get resentful. They Mm -hmm. can be like, I'm literally carrying the weight of the world. Yeah. So that's just like in a nutshell. Wow. That could not have been more accurate. I'm actually kind of shook right now. Yeah. No, that's so accurate. Very accurate. And also, yeah, in our daily jobs, Greg is with the team all day, every day and thrives on that. I kind of just hang out with Fee most of the time, my assistant slash best friend, but I do work very well on my own, Mm. focusing on my own projects. Mm. I kind of like to be involved in both, but yeah, that's very interesting. Gemini likes to be involved in both. Yeah, yeah. It's the both. It's the duality. And oversharing is pretty much how I have a career. So love that. Same, (laughs) yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. It's beautiful. Boundaries are also good. I have had to learn as I get older because I overshare and I'll say anything, anything. Yeah. Because I feel my audience is a safe space and they are. But you also never know who will make their way over to your podcast or your social media. And it's not always a safe space. True. So yeah, I've been learning that as I get older, but so cool. We're going to contact your hospital. I can't it's wait. It's going to be great. I can't wait. My audience is definitely laughing because this is just like <laughs> anyone who comes on. I'm like, we're calling the hospital. We're calling your parents. We're doing it. I'm doing it. Yes. I want to know. Yes. Okay, guys, let's talk about deodorant. I'm super picky, as you can imagine, when it comes to deodorant because I need it to be clean. I need it to be aluminum free. I need it to be dermatologist tested and I need it to actually work. And that's kind of, you know, a hard combination to find these days. So then I found Nez and I became obsessed with it. They're clean, aluminum free, and they actually smell amazing. And they're also dermatologist tested. So they're TBB approved. They're customized for the different occasions in our lives. Because did you know that our body actually creates different types of sweat? Stress sweat, for example, is totally different from heat-based sweat. So if you're going into a big meeting that you're really nervous about, that's a totally different type of sweat than if you're about to hit the gym. So why has deodorant always been one size fits all? Nez is actually customized for our different sweat moments and it's available in workout sesh, board meeting, and date ready. It gives you the right sweat protection and the right fragrance at the right time. It smells good and they actually work And like I said, you don't have to be worried that there's a bunch of junk in it that's not good for your health. They have cute mini packaging sizes too for on the go. You can visit nezcare.com and use promo code BALANCED at checkout for 10% off your entire order. That's N-E-Z-C-A-R-E.com and use promo code BALANCED for 10% off your entire order. Promo code is valid through June 30th, 2023. 
Okay, so if you know me, you know that I live for Hudson. Hudson is my cat, literally live for him. So when Hudson is healthy and happy, then I'm happy. But because I'm not a mind reader, I don't always know when Hudson's not happy about something. It takes me a while to figure out what it is. So helping me keep tabs on his health is just one reason why I use Pretty Litter. We have fallen in love with Pretty Litter, you guys. It's ultra absorbent. It's a crystal type of litter, so it traps odor instantly. It's the only type of litter that we'll use. And so you can't smell anything, which is amazing. I grew up in a house with no animals. So even though I'm like madly in love with my honey man, I'm very, very sensitive to like the smells and all the stuff that comes with it. So I'm very particular. And I love Pretty Litter's super light crystal base because it also minimizes mess and dust, which is pretty imperative when you have a baby who's also crawling around. Plus the crystals last up to a month, which means that you have to scoop less and take fewer trips to the garbage can. So the coolest thing though about Pretty Litter is that it changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness, including UTIs and kidney issues, which get a lot more prevalent as cats get older. And it ships right to your door. Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash balanced to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash balanced to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash balanced. Enjoy. So I'm super interested. You've been taking social media breaks every weekend. I've been tuning in. Just tell us the inspiration behind that and how does it feel? I felt like, so I've kind of been on a journey into being more present. It's been a major goal for me because I'm someone who's so anxious. I miss what's happening now because I'm too worried about what's happening next. So that's been a major focus for me. And I was finding, I was having these weekends where I was doing my favorite things. I was horseback riding. I was going to the farmer's market. I was with my husband and my dog and something was tearing away my joy, it felt like. It felt like I'd go and have an amazing day and then whenever I had downtime, I was checking social media and seeing what everyone else was doing and doubting how I felt about my own day. And I wanted to take that power back. And the second I stopped looking on social media, I started feeling so much more appreciative of my days. I wasn't questioning my happiness. I wasn't questioning what I did that day. I was truly just at peace and present with what I was doing. And I think it just made me realize how damaging being overly aware of everyone else's life can be. Absolutely. I relate so much. Just having the best time at home with my boys on the weekend, but then I get on social media and people are doing such cool things. They're traveling, they're with friends, they're the, and, and it's just that moment as an HSP where you're just like, am I doing enough or is my life boring or should I be more like these other people? So that's such a good reminder. And especially as someone with such a large platform, I love that you do that and that you inspire the people who follow you. Even when I actually said publicly that I was doing that, I had girls commenting that they were so happy I was doing so because they felt like they weren't missing my content on the weekend Mm -hmm. and they could be present in their own weekends too. Yeah. So I kind of feel like we should all just be getting on board with this concept. Can we just make it a thing? Because then everyone can do it and they're not missing out on anything. And then you do the whole recap on like Sundays or Mondays, which is so fun to watch because the horseback riding and stuff (laughs) is therapeutic. So I have to ask you, because my best friend enlisted me to ask you this question. She's an equestrian and she is one of your biggest fans, which I found out after I met you and after we did part of this in November. So I asked her this morning, I'm like, what do you want me to ask Mari? Because you're a fan and all of her fans will have the same types of questions. So she wanted to know what's the best part about horseback riding? Like, what's the main inspiration behind how much time you spend with your horse? Oh my gosh, great question. And immediately I can tell you the answer. It is the 
emotional connection I have with that animal. Like I, I can't even really put into words how meaningful it is. I, as I said, have been on a journey to being more present and more calm and more, more in the moment. And if there's anything that's important with horseback riding, it's being present and calm. You cannot show any signs of indecisiveness or even question your decisions or have anxiety while you're on the horse because they feel it too. And they'll show you that will reflect in their behavior and their training. You need to move as one. So when you're calm, you're at peace, you're sure of yourself and you're really aware of what's happening in that exact moment, you're going to have a more pleasant experience. So that's hard for me. I'm not someone who is very good at staying calm and breathing through high stress situations, but this activity has kind of forced me to learn how to do so. So that's an element of it. But then also just having a bond with this like a thousand pound animal has been incredible for me and learning patience and learning, you know, how to have fun and stop worrying about what's going to happen next. I think I've just, my horse has taught me so much. Mm -hmm. I know that sounds crazy, but no, everything that comes with horseback riding is things that I need to be better at in my day-to-day life. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah, I imagine the intuitive bond that you two have and also how it's probably strengthened your own intuition Mm -hmm. is something so special. I love that so much. And you've inspired me. I want to pick up new hobbies. I want to learn tennis. I used to play tennis, but it's just like getting outside of your comfort zone and trying something different. Yes. So I really love that you inspire people to do that because I was just talking with Fee and talking about your guys' crazy schedule. You're going to Miami. You're going to Expo. You're here today doing tons of podcasts. Like, it's very (laughs) inspiring. We need to learn your human design. So we're going to figure that out. I know. I'm like, you have to be a generator or a manifesting generator or something. Something's going on. Yeah. Yes. But I love that you take that time for you on the weekends and to be with your horse. It's so inspiring. Thank you. So you said you're kind of dipping your toes into the spiritual world, but in a new way. Mm. So what have you looked into or what resonates with you? So I have been really passionate about therapy just I've been in therapy since I was 14 and I've become really like I guess tapped into my own emotions and really aware of how I'm feeling all the time and just after going through what I've been through I feel very aware like I read people's actually overread people's facial expressions tones little moments partially because growing up as a child, I was always trying to read the room and anticipate what was going to happen next because I was afraid. So I have always wanted to, I guess, learn more about myself in that way. And I just don't really know too much, to be honest. And it's definitely in British culture, not something that I grew up with necessarily, but moving to Los Angeles and starting to meet more people who do know a ton about this topic I am wanting to learn more and also just figure out how I work best. So after doing therapy for a few years, I'm now starting to tackle some inner child work and connecting with my body. And that's something I struggle with. I struggle with, we do exercises where I'm essentially trying to tap into my younger self and be there for younger me. And I find it difficult to get into the headspace, if that makes sense. Yeah, it definitely makes sense. So that's a a gap I'm trying to bridge. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to put yourself into a different place, especially with just the power of the mind. It's Mm -hmm. so possible. But I would say psychedelic therapy could be so supportive for you and beneficial because it breaks those walls. It really does. And it's not for everyone. I mean, you would have to kind of like look into it based off of your history with mental health and if Mm. you're on any medications or anything. But I could happily point you in the right direction because the inner child trauma healing that I've been doing through this ketamine work that I do is just profound. I've been stalking your ketamine process and I was dying to ask you about it. I will be asking you about it more, but I'm so curious and I've done a little bit. I've done microdosing in the past, still occasionally now. I would like to be on more of a routine. I don't think I fully understand like, okay, how many days on, how many days off, Mm -hmm. how many milligrams, whatever it may be. But even just microdosing, 
has been huge for me. Yeah. What kind of like takeaways have you had? Like I'll go a whole day just for even forgetting about my phone. Mm -hmm. I just completely forget it's there. And I'm so in the moment. One of my favorite activities is horseback riding. And it's something I've introduced this year because I literally didn't do anything for fun before this year. I realized all I did was work and work out. Mm -hmm. So I introduced horseback riding and I like went horseback riding after microdosing and I was out in nature and I just felt so tapped into everything around me. And I felt so connected with the earth and with Greg and way less like in my head, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. And it was so cool. And I've also had an experience where I was microdosing by myself and Greg was gone. And it made me have a new appreciation for my relationship with him because I was kind of thinking about like, wow, like, you know, I'm so blessed to have someone that I'm with every evening. It just kind of makes you think on a deeper level. And Mm -hmm. yeah, it's really opened my eyes. So I think it's something I would love to explore. Yes. It sounds like you're getting all of those good benefits. Mm -hmm. It just changes your perspective. And I love the element of forgetting about your phone. And and what that really means is also tapping back into what's important, which is you. We get so sucked into technology, especially those of us with careers on the internet, which seems to be everyone these days. Because even if you're not a social media person, you know, we all have our emails, we have our texts. It's, It's a lot. Mm-hmm. And so beautiful. I also love that you started horseback riding this year. I think it takes so much courage to start a new hobby. Yeah. And not just like, oh, like an easy hobby. Like ho- horseback riding is like a sport. Yeah. So I've seen all your videos. You look really good. Like it looks <laughs> like you know what you're doing. And that's so inspiring. Thank you. I don't know if I'm that good yet, but I do, you know, I am someone that is kind of goal oriented and I like feeling like I'm achieving something. So I, I'm glad that I'm doing lessons that are challenging for me. It's not like I show up and it's like a breeze. I Mm -hmm. have fun every time, but I'm definitely pushing myself and it makes me feel fulfilled in a way that I don't think I would otherwise. With that said, I know animals have just always been such a comfort for me. Like from a younger age, I'm obsessed with anything that's alive. (laughs) I love animals of all shapes and forms. So I just wanted to be around horses. I've just always loved horses. And I know that equine therapy is huge for certain mental health disorders, BPD included. I think I'm actually going to do philanthropy work at an equine therapy center soon. And I just think animals are so healing. So mixing like, achieving something on a sport level with animals has just been like my golden ticket, I Mm -hmm. guess. I love it. I go every weekend. That's so cool. Yeah, that's a dream. And so cool that you're going to do some volunteering and stuff. Like I've seen the equine therapy and how much it helps kids who are struggling. And it's so beautiful. Animals are everything. Oh my God. Do you have like a dog or a cat or anything? I do. I have a dog named Lulu who I've had since I was two months. And I actually got her when I was really struggling. Oh, wow. So she's seven now. And she's been with me from the beginning when I like couldn't even bear to be by myself. So yeah, I have a very emotional connection Mm. with her. (laughs) So special. So, oh, she's seven. So she's a 2015 baby, which is the same as my cat, Hudson, who's literally my life. Mm -hmm. Um, He's seven and yeah, couldn't function without him will never function without him. So no. got to figure that out. Um, <laughs> I know. No, like healthy, I don't they're going to be around for, yeah, for as long as possible. I actually believe from a spiritual level that the souls of our animals live on. I mean, that's a whole other topic. But yeah, yeah it's, yeah, it's a bridge to cross in the future. So I want to ask you some of the rapid fire questions that I ask everyone who comes on the okay. show. If you could be in a room with three people, dead or alive, who would they be? Oh my gosh, such a good question. I mean, I know maybe this is silly, but I I just think Fee (laughs) is my assistant. Not silly, I love it. My husband, Greg. And okay, someone that I wanted to speak to was David Goggins. Who is that? He is an ultra marathon runner who's just had a crazy life story. He has an amazing book called You Can't Hurt Me, I believe. And I read it about six times on my fitness journey and it got me through a really hard time. So I would love to talk to him. 
Wow, that's amazing. I also love that you guys are best friends. <laughs> Were you best friends before you started working together? No, after. after. How did you how did you find each other? So Fee was actually using my products and was following me on social media. (laughs) And she sent me a message via DM and said, I think you should hire me. Sent me her resume. And I was like, oh, it's a pretty good resume. But then at the point, I was like, I don't know if I can have a personal assistant. I feel uncomfortable telling someone what to do. Then I hired her part time and now I literally couldn't survive without her. So yeah. Fee, what's your sign? You're a cancer. We love cancers. We do. Such a good mix too for you and Greg and all of that like energy that you guys have going on. Cancers are such a beautiful balance, watery. She takes care of me. Yeah. I mean, so good to have. So she important. is my mom, basically. Yeah. So special. <laughs> and so you mentioned that book by David Goggins. That sounds yeah. good. What are some other books that you have loved on your journey? Oh, that's such a good question. I'm really bad at remembering It's book horrible names. to think. It's, ho- it's so hard to think on the spot. But I mean, you did mention that one, which yeah. sounds really good. Yeah, You Can't Hurt Me was huge. Oh, let me think. So I have read some really good ones. I mean, I read a lot of like nutrition science books at the beginning, which actually just helped me learn so much about food. Oh, I'm reading one called Something Monster. Do you know the one I mean about childhood trauma? No, but it sounds really good. It's something like, I'm a monster. I forget the exact name of it, but it's about childhood trauma and healing from that. And I'm not fully through it, but it's really good. Oh, cool. Well, we'll find the name and we'll We'll put it in the the show notes because that sounds so helpful and so good. Cool. Who are your mentors? My mentors, my therapist, for sure. I run everything by her. (laughs) Um, I love talking with her. She can just like, relate to me on a lot of different levels. Greg has been a huge inspiration for me. He was like one of the first people who showed me what hard work looked like. And I will always just appreciate that so much. And then I'm very like self-motivated, I think. So like my future self is someone that I think about a lot. Mm-hmm. And I, would, I know that's maybe a weird answer, but... No, it's like the best answer. <laughs> that's incredible. To you, what is the meaning of life? The meaning of life. I think I'm still figuring that out. But what I've kind of realized recently, just from our businesses growing so quickly and like kind of having success at a young age from a really low point, I feel like mm-hmm. I've seen both end of both ends of the spectrum and success doesn't look how you think it will. And the things that you think you want, you don't actually want sometimes when you get there. So I've kind of realized that connecting with others and living my purpose and feeling like I'm doing something good, like I'm sharing my pain in order to help other people is what I actually care about Mm -hmm. at the end of the day. Part of the reason I did the podcast, because I feel like sometimes you get lost in the hustle and just realizing that the purpose is just the most important thing, I think, and connecting with other people. That's so true. So wise. That reminds me. So I want to hear a little bit about the Forbes 30 under 30 experience. Like what, A, what did it feel like to find that out? And then like, yeah, has it felt like as fulfilling as one would imagine? Or does it go more like you're talking about, which are the the inner things can be more fulfilling? This one did hit for me because the Forbes thing was interesting. It's something that I have had written in my notes since like 2017. And I remember in the past emailing them and being like, you should check out my company. We're doing really well. And they obviously ignored me. (laughs) But it felt a lot of the things that I've achieved, I think other people thought were really amazing, but didn't really sink in for me, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But this was something that I could tangibly be like, I wrote this down. I knew I wanted it. And it happened and I kind of did it on my own, you know, and it came from that list is interesting because I I sometimes think about well, what does it actually represent? Like, what does it actually mean? And for me, it meant something completely different than it probably did for someone else. For me, it was years of blood, sweat and tears, literally <laughs> just improving who I am. Mm-hmm. And it was less about like, oh, I'm a super successful person. It was more like I worked my ass off and now I feel like I am the most 
getting to be the most authentic version of who I am. Mm-hmm. And it felt really validating in that way. Just for me, I was surprised by how much other people responded to it. Mm-hmm. Because I thought it would be a cool moment for me. Like I woke up to the text and I was like, oh my God, like, wow, this just sh- shifted my whole mood for the day. Then seeing all of these people come out and support me and congratulate me on that was surprising, honestly. And it made me feel really supported. Yeah. And that was actually more cool than the actual news, if that makes sense. It does. It does. Yeah. It feels, I mean, the human connection of it all feels the best. Yeah. I mean, first of all, what a cool accomplishment, no matter what. But I so know what you mean that to see all the people in your life and your supporters and your friends come out and really celebrate you yeah. feels better than anything else. And you yeah. deserve that. Thank there you. is so much hard work. And there's a few things in this world. Forbes lists, uh, New York Times bestsellers, like that are just so tangible. Yeah. And, and yeah. And for anybody listening who feels like, oh, like they might never have that. You never know. It's the hard work that pays off and not that you need something like that to feel recognized and validated and loved, but it really does show how hard you've worked and thank you. and the community that you've built. Thank you. Is so huge and loyal. And I mean, just for anybody listening who might not know, you have like millions of followers. That's huge. <laughs> and and that means that you're really doing something that's striking a chord with people. Thank you. I appreciate it. And for anyone listening, if you'd seen me in 2017, you would have not assumed that this would be <laughs> happening to me. So anyone can do it. If I anyone can, do, can it. do it. Absolutely. You've worked so hard and come such a long way. Thank you. So let's do a little this or that. This okay. is going to be fun. I was trying to make these like specific to you, but there's also some outliers that are fun. So Pilates or weightlifting? Oh, man. That's hard. (laughs) I knew it would be hard. I got to go with weightlifting because she's my OG ride or die. Mm -hmm. Couldn't live without Mm -hmm. her. Totally get it. Horseback riding or date night with Greg? Jordan, these are hard. I know. If I could like have Greg on a horse next to me and we'd be like riding into the sunset, that would be ideal if I could merge the two. Yes. You know? So it's like your two favorite things. Yes. It's just incomparable. I totally get it. Horse or Greg. I know, right? <laughs> Bo or Greg. Bo has my heart. I like want to come with you someday. You should. He's beautiful. You should bring Atticus. I will. Oh my God, yes. I love that. Babies and horses. Let's do it. We can bring Celeste and Odie too. Yes. Oh my god. I'm like gosh. serious. Let's do it. Okay. Cold plunge or sauna? Oh my gosh. Again, together they're so good, but I would say... Sauna. Mm-hmm. So relaxing in there. Mm-hmm. Sweet or savory? Savory. I'm a savory girl. Savory all day. Podcast or Instagram? Podcast. I am obsessed with this podcast. Mm-hmm. I love I it. it. I knew it. It's such a good way to connect. Therapy or meditation? Therapy for me. Therapy is amazing. Travel or stay at home? Travel. I love travel and I get resistant to it sometimes because I love my routine. But every time I travel, I'm better for it. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's so fun to just do something different, mm-hmm. even though I'm sure you're a creature of routine because I see your routine, <laughs> but travel's amazing. Um, read a book or watch TV? Read a book. I should do that more. Mm-hmm. I should, mm-hmm. but currently I'm really into Yellowstone, so that's another thing. Yeah, (laughs) and that's fine. I think TV is a very amazing sense of relaxation and an escapism, and I think it gets a bad reputation, but it's fine. Mm -hmm. Rich and famous or rich and unknown? Rich and unknown. I I think my view on that has changed a little bit over Mm -hmm. the years. Mm -hmm. It's hard to be in the spotlight sometimes. Yeah, and I think there's a, you know, when you become internally at peace with yourself, it doesn't matter if people know mm-hmm. you or not, you know. Mic drop. Hell yes. Microdosing or journaling? Microdosing mm-hmm. and journaling mm-hmm. at the same time. Microdosing or macrodosing? Oh my gosh. For different things. Like macrodosing sometimes is really fun. Mm-hmm. But I also have had macrodoses where I'm not vibing. Mm-hmm. Microdosing, I think, can just open up the mind a little bit and make me feel more creative without needing to kind of change my whole day around, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. No, it makes total sense. Passenger princess or in the driver's seat? With Greg, I'm a passenger princess, but like I do love driving. 
Mm-hmm. I like getting kind of like zoned out. I go down to the barn, which is an hour away all the time by myself. So, and also I'm kind of a control freak. So I'm going to mm-hmm. say driver's seat. Mm-hmm. I know. I feel like that question tells you so much about someone's sense of control. Yeah. Because I, for one, I'm a driver. I, I just like to be in control. Yeah. Would you rather lose sleep or skip a meal? Skip a meal. I, I mean, I love food and I never skip meals, but sleep mm-hmm. is super important to me. Sleep is life. See the future or change the past? Change the past. I don't want to see the future. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And a night with friends or a night alone? Currently a night alone. Mm-hmm. Feel that. And, okay, this is not a this or that, but we'll close out with this question because I know that you said you want to have babies soon. How many kids do you guys want to have? Oh, my gosh. I would be super happy with just one, mm-hmm. first of all. Mm-hmm. Like, when I picture having a baby, it's just one perfect baby. But I could see us having two or three. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. And do you want that soon? I would say yes. Mm-hmm. I think we're getting to the place where we would like to. I love it. Well, you're about to go through your Saturn return. And like we talked about, you're 28 mm-hmm. and you'll be 29 in May. June? May. May 25th. I knew that you were a Gemini. So May or June. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And Saturn return is going to bring so much goodness for you. Perhaps blow you into motherhood. I also keep seeing numbers. I meant to tell you that. I keep seeing I saw that on your story. Every, what does that mean? I screenshotted it because I was like, don't <laughs> forget to talk to Mari about numbers. I mean... It means that good things are coming. Your angels are with you. One, one, one. And you've been seeing 11, 11. Yeah. That's the quintessential sign that you're on the right path. Wow. And that your angels are with you. And they're trying to tell you something. So Ooh. I would say when you're microdosing or when you're journaling, tune in and mm. just say, okay, angels, I see that you're sending me signs and symbols. I'm ready to hear. I'm ready to listen. And then just quiet the mind and they'll speak to you. You were the right person for me to talk to today because mm-hmm. me and Fee have both been seeing them and we're like, what's going on? It was meant to be. Yeah. I mean that we were seeing each other because I think you posted that last night and I was like, oh, hell yes. <laughs> I get to see her tomorrow. I get to tell her, listen to your guides, yeah. listen to your angels. Amazing. They're with you. Cool. So amazing. Well, thank you, my love. This was so special. Thank you so much. Well, I'm so excited for you. Thank you so much. And thanks for having me on. Of course. So tell everybody where they can find you. They can find me on Instagram at Mari Llewellyn, M-A-R-I-L-L-E-W-E-L-L-Y-N. And then the same on TikTok. And my supplements are bloomnew.com. Bloom Supps on Instagram. Cool. And we should do a giveaway or something if you want to of like some supplements. We can have people just tell us that they listen to the episode, comment on both of our Instagrams and we'll keep an eye out and we'll choose a couple winners. Let's do it. I'll send a big box of goodies from Bloom. Fun. Cool. Well, we'll keep the conversation going on your pod. Thank you. Thanks, love. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. I'm so happy that you're here. Come say hi on Instagram at The Balance Wand and tell me what your favorite part of this episode was. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and send me a screenshot of your rating and review for a free Soul on Fire yoga ebook. See you next Wednesday. Love you guys. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.